Welcome to Unpacking the Box. This is Linnea, your host. Hey, y'all. I hope this finds you all doing well. I hope you had an amazing week thus far, you guys. Merry Christmas Eve, y'all. How y'all doing? We're about to have some fun tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please. The show starts in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Tonight, you guys, I'm back with hubby. For those of you who have been listening to me, you know, faithfully, you know who hubby is. He is not a stranger to unpacking the box. Hey, hubby. I'm the baby daddy. You know what? I was trying to be nice and say that you were the hubby. I am. (laughs) And the baby daddy. I'm the baby daddy. (laughs) He's the baby daddy. The hubby, all that good stuff. So he's back again. And tonight we are going to do something different. We're going to do couples, well, married couple, not with an S, just one married couple, QA, questions and answers. So, you know, I posted about this a couple days and I told you guys to send me some random questions that you had for us and that we would answer them on the show. I actually received some pretty fun and cool dope uh questions from you guys so thank you so much for that and we're gonna answer them let's have some fun i know this is a busy time for everybody you know with the holidays approaching and everything so we're not we're we're gonna try not to keep you guys too long maybe i don't know hubby are you ready baby daddy i'm ready when you are i'm ready all right y'all y'all ready for the first question what is your favorite thing to do together what would you say that our favorite thing to do our favorite together <laughs> yes what's our favorite thing to do together I watch tv yes we love watching tv together we love watching like power together that's our favorite show to watch together we also like to watch king of queens what else that's <laughs> pretty much it i know because <laughs> fun fact about us we don't really like a lot of the same shows. So that's kind of like two shows that we really do love to watch together because we both love them. So, yeah, Power and uh, King of Queens. Yep. All right, y'all. The next question is, how do you keep the relationship new after being together for years? What do you think? What do we do? How do you keep it new? Mm-hmm. How do we keep our relationship new after being together for so many years? I don't think it's a matter of keeping it new. I think it's a matter of of trying to um, evolve over time. Um, yeah, you find new things to do. You might find new things to talk about. Um, but over time, um, marriage the marriage dynamics change <clears throat> over time. So, um, 
as as that dynamic change, of course, people change. Um, so people have people find new interests, new um, new things to think about and explore in their own personal lives, um, but they have to relate it to the marriage. So it's not so much of keeping it new; it's about keeping it um, fresh and evolving as time goes on. So how do you do that? Um, the first thing you have well, to do... Well, how do we do that? Well, the first thing you have to do is um, you have to f- figure out what it is about yourself that you love. Of course, you're supposed to love yourself. You're supposed to love everything about you. Um, you have to find out what makes you happy personally. Um relying on the other person to make you happy is only going to make you miserable. Um, so that's the first and foremost thing. Um, the second thing, get into arguments. Arguments are fun. Sometimes they can be a bit <laughs> taxing, but sometimes they're just fun. And then you get to make up afterwards. Well, um, but like the first... The, to me personally, the first and foremost thing is you have to you have to figure out a way to love yourself. Like I love myself. Like I I'm in love with me. I love you too. Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm, but you but love- at the like I was like I was born into this world as myself by myself. I've navigated this world as myself. I've I've taken you along the way in my journey, just like you've taken me along the way in your journey. Um. And I've discovered things about myself and I continue to discover things about myself, which everyone should do. But when you're in relationships, you have to figure out how, what it is about those things that you bring to the marriage to make it, um, to to keep the wheels rolling. If that makes sense. Yes. So, I mean, I would agree. And what were you going to say? I agree. You were going to... But I think... Huh? Huh? Yes, we we definitely. <laughs> I was gonna say how. So I guess they want it to be more personal though. Like, what do we specifically do, like, to keep our relationship new? But I agree with everything you said. That's great, great, great stuff because we do. And I'm gonna tell y'all, we both we have major self love for ourselves. Like, I love the hell out of myself. He loves the hell out of himself. Like, we in here, we always in here talking about ourselves. Like. <laughs> He be in here hating on me, y'all. Oh, Because I am just, you know, I'm just so great. <laughs> you better ask my listeners about the wolf, okay? They know. Queen wolf, all right. Okay, don't get it twisted. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, we love ourselves. So I, I do think that's um, intertwined with keeping your relationship fresh and new too. But like, what are, what are, what are some things though that we do? Do we do like you know different things to kind of keep it fresh because you know being with somebody for a long time for years you know yeah you i've been getting this yap in my ear for (laughs) quite some time about doing this date night thing which i totally agree with yes (laughs) yes but between kids and the covid situation taking over the earth and Virtual learning, God, I hate virtual learning. I hate virtual learning with such a passion. <laughs> that's I digress because that's a whole different topic. 
Um, between all of that going on, it's just like by the end of the day, is you try your best to have have that kind of energy to to do that. But then for our situation, like the kids are, are still here, and they won't go to bed. So <laughs> us having a date night is not is not necessarily a date night per se because you have kids in the room. And of course, if they know that adults in the, in the house are having fun, they want to know what kind of fun you're having. So they don't want to go to sleep. They want to listen. They want to ear hustle. <laughs> they try to be sneaky when they can't be sneaky because they don't understand that sound travels and them stumbling across the floor or trying to put their ear up to the door. We can hear that. So, I mean, all of those factors notwithstanding, stuff like that, um, I'm going to make this happen, okay? I just want you to Yes, y'all. I've been asking him for a date night. You know, obviously, you know, it's COVID and everything, so I want a date in night. You started off as asking, and then it turned into something like almost almost like a threat. (laughs) Because you just need... First of all, y'all, our kids... (laughs) <laughs> you can't say that word on here. You can't say that word. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we, we got, are we politically correct? I'm sorry. Yes, we are. Well, yes, well, we. <laughs> you guys, he, this you know, about us, he, right? what? Ain't this about us? It is about us. It's about us, but you can't say that word on here. But um, anyway, guys, so. <laughs> she verbally assaults me. <laughs> so um yes I do not no but seriously like it should be you I think all couples especially married couples you should never stop dating your spouse you should always date and go on dates because that's also a thing that makes it fresh and keeps it new is that you know you have date nights but I agree our kids are just off the chain and so they probably would not let us you know have our 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 time be us because that's just how they roll around here. Like just right, like right now, they probably listen to us right now because that's what they do. We in a room with the door shut, but they probably listening because that's what they do. But I'm um, yes, I've been asking for a date night because, and I just want a date in. Like I just want us to have like candles, dinner, just to be inside. I don't want to go nowhere because of COVID. But yeah, so I've been asking. I'm gonna say with some force. Okay, we can go with that. <laughs> Y'all, when we drop this episode under the promo, tell him, say, have a date night with the Queen Wolf. You ain't gonna tell me already, no. Okay, but they gonna tell you again. I'm sure they will. Yep, they gonna tell you because they got they ride for me. They got my back. <laughs> yes, okay. So let's go to the next question. All right. What... I like this. When someone sent this one through email, what's the late? What's the? Oh my god, I can't read. What's the last funniest thing you said to each other? The last funniest thing. When I saw this, I thought of something that you said to me. Well, you go ahead because it's already in your head. So, so okay. He told me that he didn't want me to get him anything for Christmas. But I got him something for Christmas anyway because that's just how I am. He loves reading books, you guys. So, he had a list of books on the library. Uh, We have two um, bookshelves with books. 
I was about to say library shelves. We have three shelves. Book. We have three bookshelves. We have a library, basically, you guys. And he has, like, this list of books, his wish list, basically, for books that he wants. So I went and looked on the list to find a book to get him for Christmas. One that he did not have that he wanted that was on his list. And so I got it. And so I don't even know. I think I told you I got it. I don't know how the conversation came up, but I told you I got a book. I don't know. I told him I got a book, and he was all like, yeah, and I was all, he was all like, I told you not to get me nothing for Christmas and all that stuff right i'm like well you need to like chill out because i'm being nice you know i'm getting you something i didn't spend a lot of money it's just a book it's under 20 dollars he's all like well i told you not to get me that for christmas and um i think i asked him so what do you want for christmas i oh, but he won't beside no he gonna take this book y'all he gonna get this book and he gonna enjoy it he gonna read it right oh my god really <laughs> but he said so i asked him what he wants for christmas and he said <laughs> Wants me to be his throat goat is what he said. Is that what you said? You remember what you said you said you want me to be throat goat. I said that. Yes, you said that. First of all, what? Me? Me? You said I want you to be my throat goat is what you said. So for the people, I said this. yes, you did. So for the people, tell them what a throat My goat is. <laughs> What's a throat goat? It's so vulgar. No, you're vulgar. <laughs> so I guess I said that. Uh, yes, you did. Where where does that even come from? I like, don't recall. You definitely said it. You said you want me to be your. I don't know. I saw shit on the internet. Throat I thought it was goat. I, it sounds hilarious. Like, say it without laughing. Say it without laughing. It was it's one of the many random things I saw on Facebook. I think it's in a song somewhere. Somebody make somebody made a song out of it. I think I have never heard of that. So basically, you want me to just wrap a red ball around my throat? Huh? You want me to wrap, put a red bow on my throat area, like where my trick is? And I mean, be like Merry Christmas. I wouldn't mind since you're bringing it up and we're talking about it. <laughs> so, but ladies. I'm just saying, I saw it on Facebook. <laughs> okay. Because of my many, just skimming so, through my timeline and stuff like that. So, somebody's out there asking for a throat goat. I think it's in a song. I got to look this up. It's in the song. But I saw it. I just thought it was funny. Every time I said it, I laughed. <laughs> Well, that was something funny that he said to me. So, ladies, I don't know. Like, are you guys throat goats? <laughs> if you're in a marriage, I'm sure you are. I mean, maybe. <laughs> can we? I'm sorry. <laughs> this is going. Can we just talk about this for a moment? Because I know a lot of females are will we, agree with me. Are we getting out here, ain't we? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just going to touch on it just for one second. I'm not going to go. We already on deep end with this. I know, I just want to say something, okay? I want to speak for all the women out there whose men want them to be throat goats, okay? I just want to say something to you, all right? And the men. Um, I don't know if men understand this, but being a throat goat is a lot of work for us. Well, that's why they it call it a lot of work. Greatest, greatest of all time. So, 
Sometimes. Michael Jordan ain't get to we Michael don't. Jordan ain't get six championships. <laughs> Just being mediocre. <laughs> gonna say this and leave it there at that okay it is very no i'm not saying we can't be throat goats i'm saying i just want us to get credit for being throat gro- goats throat i can't talk throat goats i want us to get credit for that because it's a lot of work it is a lot of work yeah and sometimes improvising being creative and being throat goats it's a, it's a big job mm-hmm. so yeah shout out to all the ladies who can be throat goats Okay, let's move on to the next. Please. <clears throat> oh my God, there's something in my throat. Okay. Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that. That was, that was perfect. You, you know can't what? edit that out at all. <clears throat> I did not even mean to say that. <laughs> I, I was just thinking out loud. Cause, you know what? We're moving on. Please. Okay. Yep. So, what Christmas movie do you both enjoy? I mean, we, uh, you know, we really don't have a lot of movies that we like together. I'm forced but, to watch Christmas with the Cranks quite a bit okay. during the Christmas season. I love... <laughs> quite a bit. I love Christmas with the Cranks. Quite a bit. All right. I do like Christmas like a with lot the Cranks. <laughs> but do you enjoy it? You like it's, it? It's okay. Well, what Christmas movie do you enjoy? Do I enjoy? Yeah. Die Hard. You know what? I knew it. Um, this Christmas. See, we, that's okay. That's what we like together. Um, uh, what is it? Last Christmas. What? With um Danny Glover. Oh, Almost Christmas. Almost Christmas. Yeah, so we like those two movies together. Almost Christmas and This Christmas. If y'all have not watched those movies, you need to watch it. Very good. Um, yeah, so th- those are the two Christmas movies that we actually enjoyed together. I'm not in a Die Hard, like, no. Mm-mm. I don't like Die Hard. This year, she all of a sudden became, like, this resurrected fan of uh, the Family Stone, which First of all, in all of the years that we have been together has not watched that movie one time. That's lies, all of us, I, All of a sudden, no. this year, it was like, <laughs> this is my movie. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, Negro, you've never watched. Never. First of all? I have watched it a lot of times, actually. I love The Family Stone with Diane Keaton. Okay, first of all. Hey, we have been together through three presidents. You have (laughs) not ever watched that movie. I have. You just didn't see me watching it. But I'm telling you, I love it. I even have the DVD. I love The Family Stone. Then why did you watch it? I did watch it. When? I watched it a lot of times. Okay. (laughs) Y'all check that one out, too. The Family Stone is a really good movie. All right, y'all. Do you want... Oh, God. Somebody asked this question. Do you want more kids? Two of them things, baby. Minimum. <laughs> I got names picked out and everything. First of all, you guys... No, I ain't no first of all. See, this? that's the thing right here. See, when we talk about this... <laughs> you, got, you, got men that, you got men that listen to this? Yes. This grown man shit right here. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to y'all real fast. Oh, God. When you get... When you get up to a certain age like when you hit your 30s like around your mid 30s grown men we get lazy <laughs> okay we get and I, I'm talking about I'm talking about I pull out games just get real lazy oh we talk about the because the sex games. feels so great 
we don't want to pull out. No, we don't. I mean, y'all don't. I don't okay. at all. Really don't. <laughs> okay. So, we will and take that shot. We'll take them babies. That's, 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 that's one reason. But for me personally, the other reason is I want to spread my legacy. You know, my, you know, all of my family research and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I want to pass that all along and keep that going and preserve it. <clears throat> okay. Well, uh, my listeners and my supporters know that I have three kids. That means I had three births. I pushed out three babies. That's a lot of work. That's nine months, three times. That's a lot of work. So it's like easier to say you want more kids than for us to have more kids. Ladies, I know y'all feeling me. When you've had multiple children, it's kind of difficult to want another one because you get so used to getting your sleep. You're sleeping again. They're becoming independent. I mean, our kids are what? 17, um, 14, and 10 right now. We have two boys, one girl. I mean, it pretty much Look, you throw are... a lot of obstacles in, in between No, us. I just want to give them the facts, I don't okay? appreciate the fact that you're just trying to throw a lot of obstacles No, I just want to give them the facts. My way. No, they have the facts. They need to know the whole situation. So, I, so we have three kids, those ages, and now you're talking about you want a baby. We're going to have to start all over again. Milk, feedings at night, changing diapers, doctor's visits, they getting a million shots. It's COVID. Like... And you want to miss all of that? And, um, <laughs> what else? No sleep. We just got to start all over again. Like, I have mixed feelings. I do like the idea of having an infant around again because I do miss my kids, our kids being small. But when I think of me having to carry another baby for nine months, I get discouraged. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that. But mm-hmm. I mean, so. Maybe we can get a surrogate. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I have to think about it. Tell the people the names that you got picked out. I can't tell them my names because then they take my names. Okay, fine. We agreed that he would get a dog and not a baby. So I don't understand. Oh, we agreed to. Did we now? I mean, yeah. You I said don't you remember that conversation. Yeah, I said I was going to get a dog. I don't remember any agreement on your behalf at all. I said I really don't like big dogs. You want to get a big dog. I'm not really feeling a big dog. Plus, I got a kitten. Well, a cat. His name is Peanut. And most of you guys know who Peanut is because you see him in my stories. And you want a big dog. I don't like Because it's a dog. Okay. Well, maybe we can get a little dog. That's not a dog. And you can name the dog what you want to name the baby. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> all right y'all so jesus how do you decide uh oh i can't talk how do you decide where to spend the holidays when you have two families we just have a conversation we pretty much that's easy for us because we pretty much do the same thing um every year we go to like my mom's house and his mom comes over there and we all eat together or she'll come over here, then we go over there together. Like so, it's pretty much the same for us. We don't have that problem. Um, but you know, during COVID, it's quite different. We aren't doing many gatherings this time of year, but it's pretty easy for us. Would you say? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. So it's simple for us. Um, what is the most challenging part about being married? <laughs> being married. <laughs> <laughs> 
I give everybody the same analogy. It, it, it is the perfect analogy to anybody. I don't care if you are newlywed, you're in the middle of it, or you've been married for a, a billion years. It's the same one. It's like being at an amusement park and you get on the most exciting roller coaster in the entire park. The entire, the, the this roller coaster, the, the, the park being the person you're getting married to, the roller coaster being the adventure you're going to take with them. You're standing in line. It's a long line. You, the long line represents all of the dates, the flowers, the phone calls, the text messages, all of that good stuff that gets them buttered up, that makes them want to love you and blah, 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 blah. Standing in line, you're getting closer, you're getting closer, you're getting closer, you're getting closer till you get on the ride and you get strapped in. You get a little nervous. Is this really what I want to do? You're already strapped in, you're about to get on the ride. So if this if you want to back out now, you better do it now before it starts moving. Because when it starts moving, there is no backing out. You're in it, and that's it. Yes, he's in it until I put him in a nursing home. He is in it. You know until what? We really? Put him in a nursing really? Home. <laughs> yes. So, <you> so, <laughs> so once that ride gets going, once you get on that roller coaster and you know you're going up that hill, you can hear all the chains clanking. <laughs> and you go all the way up, you get more excited and more, you know, the adrenaline's going. You're happy, you're excited because you know you're about to experience something so great. You get higher and higher and higher and higher and higher until you at the the summit of that roller coaster, and just before you <laughs> take that plunge down the hill, you you see everything as far as you can see. You can see Japan from where you are, <laughs> and then you look down. And you're just like, holy shit, what did I just do? And before you know it, you plunge down into that roller coaster. You're going loop to loop. You're going side to side. The, the track is just jerking you from one end to the other. You're going all over the place. That's what marriage is like. But did you enjoy the ride? Of course you enjoy I mean, the you ride. That's ride, the that's the whole point. Right. You enjoy the ride, but at the same time, it's just like it's you just go through a lot in a marriage. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, along the way, you enjoy the ride because you enjoy being married. I mean, the benefits outweigh outweigh everything else. But again. That's why the analogy makes, well, to me, makes so much sense. Because in the midst of going through all of those different things, ultimately, it's a ride that you're taking with someone that um, it's going to get it's going to get rough. It's going to get bumpy. Um, You're going to have moments where you have uncertainty or doubt whatever the case may be you experience all of those same things on a roller coaster ride it's just like oh my god what did i just do this is a lot but once you once you take that bit of time to settle into it and actually start 
going with the flow of what's happening, then things start to smooth out. And then you just go from trying to get your bearings together to just going with the flow. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Marriage is definitely... It's a uh, job you don't get paid for. It's a volunteer job. Oh, for real? It is. Oh, all right. Um, I just don't give fairy tale stuff about marriage. Like, it's, it's difficult. You Wait. just have to have you have to have you have to be tough. You mm-hmm. have to be strong um, to yeah. go to deal with it. I agree. I mean, it's definitely not all peaches and cream. I don't know if that's yeah. I saying, never get. I never give any peaches. of that stuff when it comes to marriage. No, because and it, it is also happy too. That don't get don't get us wrong. There uh, we have a lot of happy times. We enjoy being together. We're like best friends as well as lovers, as well as, you know, partners. We are, um, you know, we have some great times. The great times and the happiness, uh, well, the happiness is always there, but the great times outweigh the bad times. But it is a challenge because you have to throw everything into the mix. You have to throw finances into the mix. You have to throw the kids into the mix. And just, you know, life, you know. Personalities. Yes, and personalities and just, you know, habits and, you know, behavior. You know, when you mix all of that together, there, there, it causes some mini explosions sometimes. Um, and it is hard, you know, just dealing with all those things together can be very difficult, but it is how you maneuver through those things together um, that makes the difference. So, I mean, you know, it is a challenge and it is a lot of work for sure. You know, um, it is. And it's it's a different ball game once you, you're married because, you know, so many people are... I, I used to complain about how, like, stressed out I was during the wedding and planning the wedding and just all the stress that I felt I was going through just planning it but really the stress didn't come until afterwards because it just it just was a lot you know I'm first of all I'm the only child he is too I mean we have brothers and sisters from you know our dad's side and stuff like that but for for the most part you know we were only children raised by our moms and you know that only child syndrome I definitely had that only child syndrome well I still have it where I was used to just having mm-hmm. you know <laughs> used to just getting my mother spoiled me you know and I talked to you guys about my mom and the struggles that we had and stuff but my mom pretty much let me have my way with stuff you know what I mean with certain things and I was just used to being alone and so when you when you transition from being an only child and now you're sharing your home with someone you got kids and all that stuff it's tough it's tough it's tough and I'm still that way now like you know even after all these years but um but you guys it's work It's, it's a lot of work yeah, that's my whole explanation. Uh, yeah, it is basically. That I don't is. give. I don't give the good stuff. Okay. I don't give the good advice about marriage. I never do to anybody, ever. Not because I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be a butthole about it, yeah. but it's better for you to know what it is you're about to go through and get yourself into, mm-hmm. um, ahead of time, so that you can consider your next moves more carefully mm-hmm. and okay. then and then discover and experience the happy parts um, on your own versus 
somebody saying, well, you know, when you marry, you get to do this, you get to do that. No, experience those on your own. But expect mm-hmm. for expect for arbitrary fights. Expect for big fights. Expect for stress from work or kids. Uh, things, you know, all of the the things that come with life. Mm-hmm. Expect those things because they're going to come. Yeah. All right, you guys. But I mean, you guys, hey, you know, if you want to jump the broom, you want to get married, don't let us stop you. We're just saying. I'm just saying, have some hard. boxing gloves. <laughs> have some boxing gloves. And some baby oil. You know what? Mm-mm. You know what? We're moving on. You know what? I don't like the way you're censoring me right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Get you some baby oil. Okay. All right. How would you describe your sex life? That's juicy. How would we describe our sex life? Fun. Yeah. I think it's better as you get older. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with that, too. It's fun. All right, y'all. Um, y'all got to get... If y'all want to really know, y'all can, y'all can subscribe to OnlyFans. Boom. <laughs> It's like, y'all. It's like, we don't have no OnlyFans, y'all. Don't be looking for it. We don't have no OnlyFans. Uh, hey, 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 hey. Okay? Hey. We're not, we not going to close that door just yet. Look, well, it's hard out here in these streets. <laughs> it's hard out here in these streets. Well, they getting the shmoneys. Look. They say there's a lot of shmoneys. But... Look, let me tell you something. Nurses and teachers is out here setting them up. <laughs> it's rough in these streets. <laughs> And I don't blame them at all. God bless them all. I I'm not gonna spend no money on them. I'm just saying. Okay. But I support them doing what they do because I mean it's hard out here in these streets. It's hard, you know. So it just is. But I'm just saying, don't close that door just yet. Okay, we'll crack it. Just there you go. There you go. Just That's all little, I'm saying. Just a little crack. That's all I'm saying. We can. Okay. I mean, we can wear masks. We you know make superheroes. They whatever. are. They are going to know though because we saying it. They're going to be looking for the superheroes and the only thing. I mean, that's just an idea. I'm okay. just saying. Well, all right. the door cracked. Okay, we'll, it's cracked. We'll, we'll revisit that later. All right. What's one pet peeve you have about one another? <laughs> What's a pet peeve you have about me? A pet peeve I have about you? <laughs> yeah. You will ask me a question. <laughs> and I was I will respond to you. And you will respond back to me with the same response. And but say what? So for example, <laughs> um you'll tell me some st- some stuff you want me to get from the store because you want to do whatever or bake something for whatever for dinner and I'll say okay okay what I mean were were you just in a conversation with me what do you mean okay what what was the question you just asked me I'm responding to you I don't know another pet peeve I had oh god here we go. <laughs> I'm gonna just cut it off here. <laughs> see, don't the, put see, my no, on see, the these are, like that. this is the stuff about marriage <laughs> that you need to be prepared for. <laughs> to all you people that that are engaged and about to go through it, hear what I'm saying to you. I'm a stickler for time. Oh, I God. don't huff and puff when I'm talking. <laughs> I don't huff and puff when you talk. <laughs> all right, like go. 
When it is time to when it's time to get up in the morning, I got a schedule. We up and we're moving. I got stuff prepared the night before just so we can shave down the time so we can be out of the house by this time. How does the morning go? The morning goes, I'm up, I'm dressed, I'm washed up. I got my coffee pot going. I got the kids up and rolling. They getting themselves together. <laughs> What's she doing? I'm getting ready in the bathroom. She is in the shower 15 minutes before we got to go. By the time she get out and dried off, I got my coat and my hat on with my keys in my pocket and walking out the door. Sitting in the car. Looking at my phone every, about every 30 seconds, like, what is she doing? Well, for some of my defense. Some. Yes. You know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you go to the bathroom and then things happen. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, before. An- that's another one, It's fellas. like. You plan to go to the bathroom? That I ba- mean, no, no. You Fellas, plan- that bathroom. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You plan. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you plan to go into the bathroom to take a shower, but things transpire, <laughs> and then you don't get to get right in the shower. You have to make a pit stop, okay? Something that rhymes with pit, you have to make a stop, okay? Pit stop. And then that ends up sometimes taking longer than normal. And so then you get into the shower and who knows, you know, and then, you know, next thing you know, the time just, you you lost time. You lost track of time, basically. So sometimes that's what happens. It happens. I can't talk. Sometimes that happens to me in my defense. And then also when I do get ready, I have to feed the cat, give the cat water or take out some dinner or I don't know. Like, it's always a last minute thing. Or close the kid's door, turn their light off, pick up something. It is always something. You know, I'm just saying in my defense. That's why. But yeah, that's that's my pet peeve for her. Okay, mine for you is probably universal. And I know the women are going to agree with me on this. When I text you. And oh, you don't text Lord. me right back. And I'm one of those Lord people that I text him and I literally, he don't text me back. I'm calling him on the phone. She Excuse me. swear I'm Did in a hotel see? somewhere. <laughs> if I don't text back in like 10 <laughs> seconds or less. No. Let me just tell y'all. <laughs> don't even try it. I don't want the people to think that I would trust you because I wholeheartedly trust you. I don't think he would ever do anything like that. But I just, I'm impatient. I'm a little... Okay, I am patient, but sometimes I'm impatient. So if it's something I really want an answer for and he don't text me right back, I'm calling him on the phone because I'm like, well, damn, what are you doing that you can't text me right back or call me right back? I need this or I, I you know, I have a question for you or I need this or something like that. So it kind of like irritates me when he doesn't text me right back. That is a pet peeve. That is really... That's really my biggest pet peeve with you. You know what I thought what you was going to say about me? What? How I like eat food all the time. In the oh room. my God. I just told her myself. Woo! <laughs> Guys, he hates because I eat in the room.
bedroom? Well, because I like to eat my food in the comfort of my own bedroom. Mm, sometimes we eat out in the dining room or the living room, but most of the time, me and him, we chill in the room and we eat our food. He eats his food in the bed as well, and I eat mine in the bed, but he doesn't like when I eat mine in the bed. Why? Because sometimes <laughs> I drop crumbs S- in the bed. <laughs> S- what? S- sometimes. Mostly sometimes. <laughs> All right, y'all. We giving y'all all the business tonight. Okay, let's move on. Um, hold on, y'all. Where we at? Where? Let me see if you remember this. Where and what was your first date like? I remember. You better remember, cause I remember. You better remember. Uh, first date. Where? Yeah, where and what? It was at your apartment. First date like. Wait. Look, Nick, bro, you don't even remember. <laughs> it was at your apartment. Yeah, it was. Because I cooked chicken for you. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You ordered pizza. Wait a minute. Hold on. What? I ordered pizza. Are you I, telling I, me I remember this and you don't? I remember telling you that I was going to bake you some chicken. That was back when I wasn't the best cook, probably. Our first date, I came to your apartment. Oh, yeah, we watched a movie and we ate. We watched We Own the Night. Oh, yeah, and that's when you was trying to get my pants. Oh, no, we said we weren't going to get in each other's pants. We're going to wait, right? I don't even, did that conversation even come up? Um, we didn't have a conversation. It was kind of like an unspoken agreement. Okay. We watched. I don't video. remember that, okay, but well, okay. Clearly, well, clearly, I don't remember our first day. You know, I was thinking about when we went to and church and then we went to Fridays, but no. We Maya got was trying before to- then. Maya was being a blocker. Yeah. Because you didn't want to go to sleep. But you know what? Guys, honestly, we did not have sex on our first date, which was great. We didn't do that. Because we were really feeling each other. But let me tell y'all. Did I tell y'all before when he was on here that he ghosted me at first when we first met? You ghosted me. You remember that? For a little bit. Like when we first started talking, right? We were talking on the phone, but then you went MIA for a minute. You didn't call me. I didn't hear from you or none of that. I don't even know what happened. I don't know if you were busy or what. You don't remember that? Probably fraternity stuff. Okay, yeah, you was MIA for a minute. I thought he was, I was just like, okay, whatever. And then you called one day and invited me somewhere. I invite, where the hell did I invite you? To your Mason thing at the church. And your trip. After you. But yeah, that was a couple months after, though. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway. We ended up hooking up after you were MIA. You called me and we hooked up as far as going out. And then history. That was history. Yeah, the church was like. Church was like. <clears throat> date number three. Okay. Well, I'm just saying. Because we also had a, we also had the date at Barnes and Noble. Yep. Also. That was when the kids were gone. When the kids went away, remember, we went to Barnes & Noble. And that's when we were really getting into being yeah. a little serious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, we kind of... Well, you remember, but I guess I didn't. <laughs> All right. Who cooks the best? Mmm. <laughs> Me, of course. Whatever. I cook the best. 
Okay, so he cooks the best breakfast. I cook the best dinner. Like, I'll cook dinner. He does breakfast. Like, I don't do pancakes and all that stuff. I'm just not good at that. I probably could be if I worked on it. But I'm just not good with, like, breakfast stuff. So, he does the breakfast because he's great at that. And I do, like, dinner and stuff like that. Like, the, the real nitty and the gritty. I mean, not taking nothing away from you because... But we both switch it up when we have... To. Yeah, we do. Because he can cook dinner as well. We're just stronger in those areas. You know, in those areas or whatever. But he cooks. And he cooks really good, you guys. We could actually sell... He you could actually sell pancakes. Everybody raves about his pancakes, you guys. All right. So... Oh, we're coming to the end. Um, the last question, actually. Was marriage all you expected it to be? You tell me. Um, I don't think I thought it would be as much work as it is. And I think we touched on this earlier. But yeah, I don't think I expected so much work i honestly was one of those people who went into this marriage thinking that everything was just gonna be all like roses and peaches and just sweet and honey and all that stuff i do because i don't know i think women we are so excited about getting married we just think it's gonna be just the best not saying that it hasn't been good or the best but i just didn't think i guess i didn't realize how much work goes into it mm-hmm but it's great. Mm-hmm. I love being married. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of work. So I guess I would say no. That's not what you expected? No, but I love it though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? It was pretty much what I expected. <laughs> See, because you always would tell me that though. You would always say, marriage takes work. He would be telling me you guys. Well, I, I learned it from, I learned it from my mother and father. Yeah. My, my, intent going into getting married myself was trying to avoid the unnecessary stuff and arguments and things like that that my mother and father went through like I mean like my my father's been dead for over 10 years now but um I always looked I always looked at their marriage, which was okay. I, it, like it wasn't, it wasn't the greatest and it wasn't the worst. It was, I would say, average. Um, but it was just a bunch of stupid things that would happen, and a lot of them on his part. Um, but it was just like I would look at certain things I was like I'm not doing that when I get older, or. What in the world would make you say that? Like, that was dumb. And then here it is, I get married. And then somewhere along the line, I'll do a couple of the, like, not everything, but a couple of those things. I was like, oh, shit, I'm turning to my father. I've truly, <laughs> I'm coming into, like, this, I guess it comes with the territory of being married. So it's pretty much what I expected, but not all the way. Mm-hmm. Like... I would say maybe 70, 70, 30, like 70, 70% expected, 30% unexpected. And that's interesting because I didn't have any example to go by. So, which is probably why I probably, um, expected it to be like, all great. 
because I didn't have any any type of example. My mother was never married. She was single. You know, you guys know my mom was a single mom. She never had any, like, men or, you know, husbands or anything like that. There was no men around. So, you know, I didn't really have an example. I didn't know really what to expect, but I just know I, I thought it was going to just be all great, you know. But, but again, marriage is great, and I love being married. Um, it's just, some, it, you know, it's just, it, it, it's, it's work. But it's work that you do together. And, you know, we have a great foundation. We have a great friendship. We have children. We have so many things together. Um, you know, it, it's, a, it's an amazing ride that we've been on. We've been through some really dark, dark times, but we've also had some really great times. Um, but we've been through it together, and that's the most important part. I can't wait to be an empty nester, though. I'll tell you that much. He wants our kids. You see, now, see, this don't even go with you want to have more kids, though. Like, you want to have more kids, you have to start all over. And then it's going to be longer. I still want the kids, though. But at the same time, like with what we have now, situation considered, I can't wait to be an empty nester. Okay. Because in that way, we could work more on us versus mm-hmm. having a bunch of blockers in this place that are constantly in your face. Mm-hmm. For one reason or another. Yeah. Well, you guys, that... I'm gonna walk around butt naked. I'm just letting you know this. What? You gonna walk around naked? I think I won't. You guys, he wants to around. He wants to walk around naked so bad. That's like the only thing he really wants to do when the kids leave. He keeps saying that. Like you just gonna all day just be butt naked, no clothes, all day. Like Bernie Mac says, just walking around the house naked and eating. Okay. I mean, you know, do you? Oh, I'm alone in this? Is that what you're trying to say? I mean... You just ain't going to let everything be free? I'm going to be free sometimes, you know? You know what? I don't like your attitude right now. (laughs) I'm going to be free sometimes, you know? He wants to be nude after the kids leave, you guys. You heard it here first. Okay, so that ends all of our questions. There were some good questions, you guys. Thank you so much for sending your questions. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this show. But, of course, before we leave... I do this thing on my show, honey. It's called Unpack Your Box. Basically, that's where my guests get a minute to just vent about anything they want. They basically can say whatever they want. So I'm going to unpack. Oh, I can say whatever I want now? Okay, well, first, can we talk about a couple of things? Okay. <laughs> Could you just not say the N-word? I'm just saying. You know I just don't say the N-word. But other than that, you can just go out for a minute. Unpack your box. What you want to say? I know you want to say something. <laughs> go ahead. Go off. Go off. Keep oh, real rap raw. That's what we do over here on Unpacking the Box. I don't know where I want to start. Oh, my God. Just pick one thing. I, mm-hmm. Unpack mm. your box. Okay, tell the people what you want. I know you got a lot to say about this Trump business, but you got to say. No, I don't have anything you, to say you, about Trump. You want to ruffle is, the feathers? Trump, Trump, is, Trump is what he is. That's obvious. Okay, fine. I got issues with people that have a serious lack of reading ability and comprehension. I just really got a problem with people that spout off at the mouth about shit they have no clue about what it is they're talking about. And of course... In the times that we're in, we're talking about between um, 
COVID, the government, stuff like that. Like, oh my, like, thank God I was in the ROTC program in high school because at least there, I learned how shit works in this country. I might not always agree with it, but I know how it works. And I have the information necessary to to make informed decisions and also be able to talk intelligently about what it is that's happening. Some of y'all, oh my God. And it's our and it be our people. It be our people. I'm like, do you really believe the stuff that is pouring out of your face right now? <laughs> and then when I come and say what I got to say, everybody want to look at me like, no, you wrong. You, you just, you just riding for the other team. Uh, n- no, sir. Uh, they, they, they have these things called facts. You, you can actually measure shit. It, it, these are the facts. A and B happen, and therefore C happen, and we can walk down this line. I mean, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I, I usually like to do my research before I start spouting off trying to act like I'm a part of the super woke crowd. And that's another subject that I'm going to get into at a future date, because we're going to kill that noise in 2021 and moving forward. All right. <laughs> My New Year's resolution for 2021 is to act like Talib Kweli on Twitter. Talib Kweli goes at everybody that talks stupidly about stuff that they don't know. And I'm and God bless him for it. I'm about to ride his wave. We're going to shut this stupidity and ignorance and super woke mess down. Are you going to start on Twitter? Like no, I'm not gonna start page. Twitter, but I'm YouTube. I'm YouTube. Eh. You should start a YouTube page. Eh. The people want to hear what you have to say. You have a lot to say. I do it on Facebook. Okay. I'm you, all over the place. You are. I'm all over the place. I'm shutting it down. I already lost a couple friends, but I really don't care. It's it's really high time that people need to just start reading. Like, what is so wrong with reading? Read. Watch the news. Yeah, sometimes it can be depressing. I get it. I understand. But it's giving you information. And you don't necessarily have to believe everything the news says because you can do your own research to corroborate what the news is saying. How about we open a black-owned library? Y'all can come to the crib. I mean, we could do it. Open a black Come to the crib. I got, library. And I got it all. Book clubs and all type of stuff. Like, we could do that. Why not? And the Christmas star is not a star. Just want to let y'all know that. Okay. It's really not a star. Well, for the people That's for the religious folk because, you know, you know, certain things line up at a certain time and, you know, everybody gets into that. You know, but hey, again, that's a different conversation. It's planets. Okay. I got a running joke. I got a running joke um, that I learned in high school. Uh, you know, the reason why a lot of people's 
wishes don't come true is because instead of wishing on a star, they're wishing on planets. Because planets are the first thing you see in the sky before it gets completely dark enough for you to see stars. I'm sorry. Hey, I, I, are you alright? No. Okay. I'm, yeah. I mean, you know, I said you could go off. You know, this is this is a moment where you can release all all of what you have wanted to release, everything that you've been holding on your chest. It's all good, you know. I mean, it, you know. Here's another good. random one. Okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. Go, go ahead. It's, an, it's just some <laughs> random. Some random that just popped up in my head. Right. It's W E B Du Bois, not Du Bois, like some of y'all trying to make it out to be. <laughs> the man literally. Literally had to write this to somebody. How you pronounce his name. The man told you how to pronounce his name himself. You going to tell a man that he's wrong about how you say his name? Shut up. Shut up. (laughs) I need y'all. I need y'all to take. uh, I really need y'all to take an Africana studies class. Like if if I if I had the funds right now, I promise you I would be in Dr. Greg Carr's class at Howard University, learning everything there is that he could put into my brain. Cause Lord have mercy, we need it. Yeah, I'm glad you got that off your chest. I hope they received. I got it. a couple more, but I'm. Okay. This it's already been passed. Well, I just want to say I want I, I normally don't do this, but I just want to say something too. So I guess it's kind of me unpacking my box, but I am very vocal. Unpacking your box, boo. That's right. So I'm <laughs> I'm very vocal on more so on Facebook about my thoughts, uh, my political thoughts about Trump and things like that, and not much on Instagram. But you know what really grinds my gears is when I comment something about Trump because, you know, clearly I don't like Trump. Never have, never will. So when I say something, you know, when I speak my opinion, you know what grinds my gears when people, others, get under my comment section and they kind of, they say things to try to persuade me to be a Trump supporter or they try to like plead his case like that really grinds my gears no matter what you say no matter what you do you are never going to convince me otherwise or any other decent human being i'm on black people too that's a disgrace yes yeah i don't i don't really get that i just can't stand when people plead his case like are you serious right now like if you're a human being a decent human being then if you support him you have lost your damn mind Y'all black it's people are doing that. I'm gonna make y'all it's with wear. Titanic. I'm gonna make y'all wear y'all shame. I promise y'all will. It's ridiculous. It's despicable. Matter of fact, while we're talking to you guys, we have CNN on the TV right now while we're talking to you guys. Like it's despicable. I hope you guys are paying attention to what's going on because he's doing a lot of shit. Okay. I hope you guys have your eyes open and your ears open and you're paying attention and listening to what's going on. I'm telling you right now. It's crazy. So that's just what I want to say. So stop coming on on to my um those who follow me on Facebook, please stop pleading the case, okay? I don't give a fuck. Please I'm not don't. a Trump supporter. I will never be a Trump supporter. I don't care if he said that the people should get ten thousand dollars. I will never now I'm gonna take the money if it get approved. Thank you. Duh. Take, the money. Uh-huh. take the money. Yeah. yeah. But um 
please. I, I'm never gonna like that man no matter what. So yeah. And um And if y'all if y'all don't stop coming at me about this daggone Tuskegee experiment on black people, <laughs> I swear I'm going to scream. <laughs> Again. I I had somebody on Facebook try to tell me about why they won't take the vaccine, which I get. I totally get. Because I'm on the fence about it. I'm, I'm standing back and waiting to see how this thing actually, how successful this thing actually is on the, the mass public. So I'm on the fence about it. I get it. So stop conflating one thing, one conspiracy theory with what's actually current and what's going on now pretty much all it is stop putting your conspiracy theories into everything that's happening it's not it's not applicable to the situation so stop it uh-huh and so tell them <laughs> y'all should see him <laughs> first of all so tell the people what for the people that don't know school the people what actually happened during the Tuskegee experiment. Tuskegee experiment was um, it. It was basically an observation experiment. What would happen if you didn't treat a couple hundred individuals that had contracted syphilis? What would happen to them if they did not get treated? Well, what was supposed to start off as something of a short-term experiment ended up being some 40-year experiment which was extremely unethical and immoral of every standard um but at the start of the experiment there wasn't necessarily a medical treatment for syphilis per se. Uh, A couple of years after the experiment got off the ground, hey, penicillin works, but we're still not going to give it to them because we want to just, we want to flesh this out, see where it goes. So, in the regard of, of medical care towards black people, that's the part that I do understand because just like any other uh, any other uh, infrastructure of racism in this country it happens in the medical field as well um, I was just watching a news story not too long ago um, about a physician that was being um, neglected um, due to her COVID symptoms I can't, and for the life of me I can't remember her name um I want to remember her name. I can't remember her name. Um, but she was neglected by the medical system and was sent home with still worsening symptoms and ended up having to go back to the hospital and back to and into the ICU, which unfortunately she died not too not too long after that. So in that regard, I do understand that. But that has nothing to do with the experiment itself because nobody was given anything. These people that were that were observed 
had already contracted syphilis. So that's all it was. Mm -hmm. So to be clear, you're telling them that it's, you know, for the people who feel as though it's the same as the Tuskegee experiment, that it is not as far as the vaccine. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. So Susan Moore, Dr. Susan Moore. Mm -hmm. That was her name. And then for me, I personally don't want to get the vaccine because I would like to complete my own research of it. Uh, first and also I do feel as though it was rushed and that's my personal opinion but I think the problem comes in when there's like a bandwagon situation where everybody's following everybody else not because you have done your research and you have made up your own mind that you're not you know for the vaccine but because you're jumping on a bandwagon and I think that's a problem I think that 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 is a major problem with I think anything um, so we are in no way influencing you to get the vaccine or telling you not to get the vaccine. We are just giving our opinions. I think that you should do your own research, get your own information and use that however you wish, you know, and you know, hubby just over here dropping gems on y'all, you know, and tell us if you want, or tell me if you want him to come back on the show, you guys, if you would like him to be on the show, like maybe once a month. Um, you know, to come on here and kick it with me and just be my co-host. Or, you know, we just can have couples talk again. Let us know. Hit me in the comments. DM, email, you know. He can he can come on. You gonna come on the show if they say they want you to come on the show? Or if I want you to come back? My fans want me back. <laughs> Who am I to starve the fans? I can pay you and show i know this was a super long show but i hope you guys enjoyed it you know i really do um, i actually meant to get this out to you guys yesterday but things did not happen that way you know how it is um with everything with the holidays with the kids all that jazz but um it's out to you today and i hope you enjoyed us you know you guys can follow hubby nowhere <laughs> <laughs> i'm in the wind people i'm in the wind it's I'm christmas off the grid so since it's Christmas, do you want to tell them if you know if they're interested in following you? I mean, he doesn't have like much social media. I mean, he's just on Facebook, really. Listen, how about this? You guys hit the wolf up if you want to talk to him. You know, you got comments, questions, concerns. You know, y'all want to, you know, whatever. You want him to come back on the show and you think he should run for politics. Just give us some feedback. Tell me what y'all think. You know what I'm saying? Because no, every I time... More, more and more as, as time goes on, it's, it's getting stronger and stronger of a thought. Hey, I'll be a first lady. I think, I, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling stronger and stronger about that. I, I'm not rich like these people, but I'm, I'm, I know how to use social media. We're going to be advantage. rich, though. We're going to be rich. We can figure out how to crowdsource this and everything. I mean, we could do it. So, yeah, just actually hit us up. Give us some feedback. Tell us what you think. You know, you guys can comment on the post. Or you can email me and then I will get your message and feedback back to him because we're a team. So this is our email, okay? So <laughs> just hit us up. All right, you guys can hit me up on Instagram. You know where I hang out at. I'm hacking underscore the underscore box underscore podcast. Or you can email me at unpackingtheboxpodcast at gmail.com. Be well. Bye. Peace.